Hi and welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast, your podcast for inspiration, inner peace and allowing you to be you. I'm your host Claire Cockle and it's an absolute pleasure to have you join me here today. Today is episode two, finding self-love as the cheetah girl. I couldn't be more excited with our guest today. You may have heard of Amy Grace Godden. Amy has been featured in many international magazines and newspapers and also online in various articles. An inspiring young woman, Amy went from being in a very difficult place and not believing in her self-worth to then having to deal with an autoimmune disease, gutate psoriasis, which literally then covered her whole body and face. And she was then dubbed the cheetah girl. How she dealt with it and found self-love in the process is a wonderful story. So let's dive in. Hi, Gracie. I'm going to stick with that if that's okay, because obviously that's how I've always known you. So thank you very much for being here with me today. Uh, Thank you for having me, Claire. I'm really excited to be part of your podcast, your second podcast, and excited to share my story with you guys. So I gave a little introduction to begin with, um, but actually your story goes back before the psoriasis took over your body. Could you just take us back and describe to us where this all started? Yes, um, I think it's really important to get across actually what happened to me before the psoriasis. It's a real key part of my story. Um, so before my psoriasis hit last February, um, I actually was suffering with depression for a couple of years. Um, something I wasn't fully aware of to begin with. I, I didn't really understand what was going on with me. Um, you know, I kind of, I suppose I didn't really understand what depression was. I kind of thought that um, it was, you know, how you felt, but actually it was something mm-hmm. that was taking over my body. Um, and I was just really kind of struggling, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on antidepressants and, um, yeah, trying to, trying to live a normal life, but it was, it was a struggle. Mm. I think as a friend, obviously I saw you through that kind of difficult time and saw how it kind of affected you and took hold. Um, could you explain as to, as to where things went from there? Yeah, um, I mean, it's again, it's important to talk about how that really affected me. Um, uh, mental health problems affected me for years, but I think mm. I really didn't know it until one day, uh, two years ago, actually, before Christmas, um, when I was attending a friend's baby shower. Um, and I just woke up one morning and my body, I kind of lost control of myself. Um, I woke up, my head was nodding. I keep explaining it to people like it was like a nodding dog Mm. in a car. Um, Sounds ridiculous, but that's how my body felt. Um, My whole body was shaking. Um, I couldn't link what I was thinking in my head to what was coming out of my mouth. So things I knew I wanted to say, but it wasn't coming out of my mouth properly. So I literally felt like I'd lost control of my speech as Mm. well as my actual body. Um, And I think that's what people don't really understand about depression, how it can literally take over you. Um, And that's where I was. That's where I was for a couple of years. Um, The antidepressants really helped. They massively helped um, and got me back in a much more balanced stage. Um, And that pretty much takes me up to February last year when um, I was kind of getting better. I was feeling in a much better state of mind. And then tonsillitis hit, um, Mm. which led to my psoriasis. I think a lot of people would look at um, the next stage of my story, so my psoriasis, Mm. um, as a massive downfall for them. It would be something that would literally make them spiral down into a depression, um, when in fact 
it was probably one of the toughest times of my life um, being being unwell. But actually experiencing depression beforehand leading into that, um, it actually taught me so many lessons. And that's a real key thing that I want to get across to people that mm. actually my illness wasn't necessarily a negative part of my life. It may actually have saved me. You almost found yourself love through having the psoriasis. So can you take us into the next part of your story? Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm actually glad you brought that up because one thing I probably forgot to mention previously is that um, while I was going through depression, I actually sought out counselling. And during that counselling, I went through CBT. um, And through CBT, uh, we were able to kind of work out together, me and my therapist, where where what the underlying issue was and part of that was um it it was feeling unlovable that was my key word um I felt you know I knew I had an amazing family around me great friends that loved me and my my mum my family who loved me yeah but it can't it doesn't stop you from feeling like you're not worthy or you're Mm. not lovable it was just an overwhelming feeling that I think I've probably had most of my life um so yeah so that's a real important thing what you mentioned basically my psoriasis did teach me self-love it was a huge lesson for me um I had to learn to live with looking completely different to what I'd looked like before the psoriasis um you know I had flawless skin before um and yet still suffered from mental health problems Mm. I'm going to be a bit biased because I'm you know a close friend of yours but you know you're a beautiful you're a beautiful woman so um like you say you can you can look a certain way be a certain way but that's not to say that you actually feel truly happy within totally and thank you for that by the way (laughs) um that's a very nice compliment but yeah I totally I totally agree with that it isn't the be all and end all actually um people suffer behind closed doors they can be the most beautiful person in the world um or perceived to be the most beautiful person in the world but it doesn't actually mean that they're not struggling with mental health problems Mm. um and then my psoriasis kind of hit me um full whack you know in the space of a week it kind of felt actually overnight really um and I had to wake up every morning for the first few weeks in disbelief like every morning was just it's like I'd forgotten uh, during during my sleep I'd forgotten that I had this psoriasis and I'd have to wake up and realization would hit um that's how you looked now exactly exactly Mm. that my mum was there every morning for two weeks I actually moved back in with her for those first two weeks because I couldn't cope and she was there sitting over me every morning waiting for that for that initial kind of reaction you know that Mm. to hit in and when I would just burst into tears and say why me why Mm. do I look this hideous why at 32 years old when I'm single does this have to happen to me you know Mm. I've just got better from mental health problems I just feel better and then this happens to me why it's not fair yeah and it's completely understandable that you're going through those kind of you know emotions and things and you know really appreciate your your honesty with it um, I think initially as well, you got kind of misdiagnosed, didn't you? So obviously you were initially told that it was something that would, you know, a, a kind of illness that would disappear. How did it feel when you actually got the correct diagnosis and you realised that it was something that potentially you were going to have to live with forever? Um Yeah, um, I did get misdiagnosed at the beginning. I actually got diagnosed with chickenpox Um even though I'd had it as a small child, I was informed by the doctor that um, it was a myth that it couldn't reoccur, and that's what I was going through. So obviously, I went through the treatment of calamine lotion. Um, massive mistake because calamine lotion dries out the skin. So all it was effectively doing was making my 
patches of psoriasis a lot worse um and then it rapidly kind of spread um you know you get given seven to ten days really with chicken pox for it to heal uh seven to ten days went by and I was just getting worse and worse and worse my body was getting more and more covered in these spots um so when I went for that to that second um appointment with the doctor a different doctor and the first thing he said when I walked through the door was oh gutate psoriasis I remember I actually had to go back to work straight after this appointment and I burst into tears in front of my staff and just was like inconsolable I couldn't explain I was trying to explain to them I could be like this forever what if my skin never clears up what if I'm gonna look this hideous forever and again straight away my thoughts were I'm 32 I'm single and that's Mm. all I kept saying over and over again I'm never going to meet anyone who can love me now and it was bringing back all of those thoughts when I was actually going through a really hard time of feeling unlovable Mm. um, and realizing that actually this could be forever I could be unlovable forever. When we're talking about this psoriasis it literally covered your face sort of everywhere wasn't it sort of your face your arms it, you know there was there was no hiding in the public from from having this absolutely not yeah there was absolutely no way of hiding um it wasn't something I could conceal um things like foundations etc I couldn't use those it was impossible it wouldn't it, I it, I couldn't apply it to my skin it would be cakey it would uh, make my skin worse it would probably it would react badly so I had to go out in public with bare skin Mm. and I had to face what was happening to me Mm. which was really really frightening Mm. I think some people often think as well that you know everything happens for a reason and it's amazing how you know even going through that difficult time with depression and everything else you know as you say it was kind of your looks were kind of your safety net they were you know even though you felt unlovable it was kind of you know that was your safety net and obviously having the psoriasis take over that almost took that away as I say some people say things happen for a reason is that kind of how you feel about it yeah I definitely 100% think so I know not everyone feels that way but I definitely feel um, like after what I went through um, you know I went through failed relationship one after another which I definitely think each one had an impact on my mental health more and more and more and I deteriorated Um, and you know I, I I suppose I've never seen myself as particularly stunning or beautiful, um, but I also didn't have concerns about my look because it wasn't something actually um, previously that I had concerns about. It That wasn't something that actually brought me down. It was other things. So then having to deal with my looks changing, that was a whole new feeling for me. It's, just, it's a feeling that many women struggle with all the time but it wasn't necessarily something I'd struggled with before um but I definitely 100% believe things happen for a reason and I think like I said for me my illness um having psoriasis and everything else that comes with it has changed my life for the better um it brought me out of depression it taught me self-worth self-love and um you know how I feel about myself now um is much better than how I've you know ever saw myself Mm. it's amazing how you've kind of um you know how you've used it for the best really and talk to me about you know obviously you struggled first of all and as you say you were at your mum's and were there for a couple of weeks um and it took a while for you to share kind of the very first photo of your face being covered with psoriasis talk to me about kind of 
how that felt sort of sharing that first photo and and how you found self-love from there yeah um it's kind of crazy really because I hadn't been on social media for quite a long time um going back again it was something that I deleted I found Facebook and social media very uh, as a negative thing before um something that impacted me sorry um in a much negative way so I kind of gave up on those um so it wasn't something that I'd particularly seen other people do on social media for me it was something I was just doing for myself Mm. um I only really had on Instagram um close friends and family but for me it was a way of showing how I now looked talking about my illness without having to actually face up to it and speak directly to Mm. people I think I thought I'd found I'd find it easier and actually um I suppose I kind of thought to myself like let's just get the initial reaction out of the way so yeah then I can heal quicker and move Mm. on quicker um so yeah sharing that first photo um it was just a random act really it was a very last minute decision I did I literally made the decision to do that um minutes before taking the photo then again minutes later I'd posted it with um an explanation as to what was happening to me I don't even remember much about it I think mm. at the time because it was just such a random decision to make mm. um but and obviously I guess you were right. in a difficult place as well at the time weren't you so. definitely definitely yeah. and I but I 100% don't regret it I feel mm. like if I had never have posted that picture I don't know where I'd be today mm. I don't know um whether um I would feel how I feel now or if I'd still if I'd have slipped back into my old ways of how I used to feel um that crazy that social media can sometimes well it was I perceived it as a negative it it did impact my mental health in a negative way before and still does that to a lot of people these days but I think it can also be used now as a a positive tool as well I think it's just how you use utilize Mm. social media because actually posting that one image on Instagram opened up a world for me and that world is what and those people that support that I've had from those people has actually been what has taught me the self-love it's not Mm. just been me it's been the support from all those people out there um that listen to my story that give me the incredible feedback they do Mm -hmm. commend me for my bravery call me an inspiration I'm not saying myself that I am but being told that you are an inspiration empowers you Mm. um and just complete kindness from strangers i guess as well isn't it absolutely absolutely just like in so much kindness um it's just amazing the positivity that i got just at that one photo i mean it led to hundreds of new followers overnight weeks later um you know posting photos and getting hundreds of likes on photos and um it was just incredible incredible reaction Mm. yeah amazing you've had some amazing support and incredible you know as I say kindness from strangers but there's actually been some kind of negativity through it as well hasn't there yeah most definitely there's been um a lot of negativity um so I was fortunate enough at the beginning to receive a lot of positivity otherwise I don't think I would have you know be where I yeah, yeah continued and be where I am today um it actually the negative negativity actually started um when media uh, publications were getting in contact with me 
um, and wanting to share my story online publications or um, in you know magazines, newspapers, etc. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, and I was completely gobsmacked that these people wanted to share my story mm-hmm. and share my photos. Um, and you know, I had newspapers from all around the world share mm-hmm. my story. I had uh, one lady send me a link um, through Instagram of her local newspaper in Malaysia with my story <laughs> crazy, and my photo. It? It's really crazy, really, really crazy, <laughs> but so amazing. I think from the very beginning, you did it not just for yourself, but knowing that it was going to help other people as well. Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel that way. And I'm so glad that I've helped other people. But that's part of like, where the self love comes from now, I feel Mm. like I'm achieving something and doing something positive with my life. Um, But yeah, I mean, going back to kind of the negativity, um, I it was those publications, I was pre warned, I'll be honest, um, you know, some of these uh, media people that get in contact who interview you will pre warn you about trolls and they try to say to you, please ignore the trolls, it will happen. Um, it always happens. Um, but initially, you can't help but read them. It's, mm. you know, it's human nature, isn't it to be interested in what people of have got course. to say about you. Um, but to be honest, I learned very quickly. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have learned very quickly. Um, I a couple of initial publications um newspapers actually who published my story I had trolls telling me to take my own life um I was so hideous that I should kill myself Mm. if they looked like me they'd kill themselves um even having uh um a comment from a lady who's image I could actually click on um and I noticed this photo of her um I would put her possibly in her 40s um, alongside her daughter um, again in her late teens um, both two beautiful women Um, and she messaged me just to say you know I've got a teenage daughter who's beautiful but if that happened to her and she looked like you I would disown her you've put me off my tea Um, it's just shocking isn't it really really shocking Mm. I mean how can people treat people that way Um, there's trolls out there they will target you Mm. um but you you have to be able to, or at least try to um, distance to yourself from it. One hundred percent, because actually, what I was able to do, and I'm so proud of myself for doing it, is that I was able to um, identify that like the the positive comments totally outweighed the negative. Mm. I mean, percentage wise, you're looking at ninety five percent positive to five percent negative, mm. and although that five percent was cruel, evil, um, and could could so easily bring somebody down yeah um I wasn't gonna let it because Mm. I was on such a high from those positive comments that I don't think anything could have brought me down Mm. anyway but I basically learned straight after that just not to read them anymore yeah I don't don't look I've got nothing I just delete the comment don't Mm. even fully read it as soon as I acknowledge it's a negative comment it's gone it's not there anymore Mm. it's unimportant to me that person is unimportant to Mm. me the people that are important are the people who I am inspiring, who I'm supporting, um, advising, and the people that give that same back to me, Mm. the people that inspire me, the people that send me these kind compliments, because actually um, they are the reason I keep going. They're the reason I keep doing this. It's the positive comments, the kind comments that I get that keep me posting these pictures, keep me sharing my story. Mm. It's they're the reason I'm doing it. So yeah you just have to real really focus on those positives yeah and it's you know it's I think it's so brave that you do put yourself out there and you kind of you know you put yourself in front of that and 
you know, for you to kind of receive that really. It's, you know, it is shocking what some people do. And I always think that, you know, what we always have to think in that situation as well is when people are being unkind, that actually it's never about us. It's always about them. I 100% agree with that. I do think that's what it's about. And I think actually my opinion is, is that I feel a little bit sorry for them. Mm. Um, You know, I feel sad for them that that this is obviously about them but Mm. and amazing that you can have that compassion for for someone who's being unkind but it's you know it's it's so important knowing that actually just you know batting it off it's not it's not about you and actually like you see say you're doing so much good and being so brave putting yourself out there um and so talk to me about how it's helped other people and and what you're doing now Obviously, it was surprising to me that I was helping people, but um, on a daily basis now, I receive comments on my Instagram posts, um, but I also get a lot of private um, direct messages, um, people just telling me um, that they commend me for my bravery, that they also suffer from psoriasis or an autoimmune disease, um, sometimes actually something completely unrelatable, Mm -hmm. um, but they still are inspired by my story inspired by the fact that I have the courage and the confidence to to share those images and share the story um and it inspires them to and gives them the bravery and the courage to actually go out in public and show show off their um difference Mm. um you know their skin condition etc and be unashamed of it yeah um and that that that's enough for me that's that's what's taught me self-love I think because knowing that I can do that for even a handful of people makes me proud I'm proud of myself um and I've never really felt that way before so all these people that message me um and take a, a step outside their comfort zone just because of one post that I've posted is incredible to me mm. and still completely 100% blows my mind yeah yeah and you should be proud as well it is it is honestly yeah it's amazing what you're doing and you're you're now sort of doing a lot of I mean I think just yesterday you were speaking in London as well um you know you're doing a lot of kind of events now to help body positivity and things like that um can you talk to us about that yeah um again that's been crazy and that's all down to the support of um a lady called um sylvia um sylvia is the founder of love disfigure um and she kind of approached me and the early stages kind of of my psoriasis and asked me to um attend a flash mob in london alongside her and some other incredibly inspiring women um something that i just thought I must be crazy to do this. Why would I want to walk around central London in my bikini, take my clothes off in my bikini um, and expose my psoriasis? Um, I can't actually, I can't think about, I can't remember what I was thinking at that time, what made me do it. I'm not even sure now because now I'm sitting here thinking, why, why did I do that? Um, but I did, I pushed myself. I I think again, my emotions were kind of up and down. So that's why I probably can't recall what made me actually do it and what my feelings were and um, but I did it I went that day um I, I attended that flash mob I took my clothes off in London I marched London and it was such an incredible inspiring day um and then kind of it's gone from there really I've attended more events with um Sylvia and Love Disfigure and photo shoots and like I say it's opened up a new world for me I'm 32 years old I've never been a model. Um, I've I'm beyond it. I'm short. I'm like I say, thirty two. <laughs> but um, I've I'm now at a point in my life where people want to photograph me, and I'm feeling beautiful, and mm. they're making me feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. And 
it's just incredible and yeah so it's just kind of spiraled from there really and now Sylvia's approached me and asked me to be kind of an ambassador for Love Disfigured Talks which is a new venture that she's got where she wants us to you know travel the country and maybe one day the world where we can talk about our stories and share our positivity and try and inspire um not just women but men as well Mm um to learn to love themselves and to not hide and be like I say unashamed of who they are and how they look and yeah that's where I want to go really I just I'm, I, I love just helping other people and obviously so um you had some treatment done on your skin um I can't remember and um, remind me how long ago was that now um so the treatment actually ended last year in October uh so it mm-hmm. started around June time I believe it was about uh, 12 weeks worth of treatment okay uh, light therapy treatment um and your skin pretty much healed didn't it yeah pretty much um I definitely would recommend the treatment um I know lots of people kind of um don't want to go ahead with that treatment um but you know I I do really highly recommend it it can I think it cleared me pretty much 100 percent of psoriasis mm-hmm. at the time um massive commitment um because it is three times a week um for like I say three months but totally worth it yeah um you have a few patches that are starting to come back and they did say that it's you know it is something that can return um so how how has that kind of made you feel yeah I get asked this a lot actually um it's something that uh yeah my psoriasis has started to return nothing like what it was um I mean gutate was triggered by um a throat infection that I had um it can also be triggered by things like trauma to the skin etc this time around the patches I'm getting back are more plaque psoriasis which many people suffer with Mm -hmm. so they're not really obvious they're quite I can hide them away easily but to be honest I don't feel the need to hide them it's just because of where they're placed that I can Mm -hmm. um so I'm quite lucky but I'm I have no fear of it coming back um people around me so if it were to return as it had done sort of I know I could cope Um, and I think that surprises people to hear that Um, like my mum my family my friends um, they I think they're more concerned about it coming back than I am Mm -hmm. Um, they're all worried for me they 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 don't want to see me go through that again they they don't like the responses that I get from some negative people Mm -hmm. Um, but I know myself that I could 100% cope with it again. Um, And I'm ready for it. You know, if it does come back, it comes back and I will cope. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think it opened up such a new world for me and it actually brought positivity into my life. I don't see it as a negative thing Mm -hmm. anymore. I was just about to say that I I can kind of understand that, you know, it's almost you don't feel too concerned from it because actually it was through having it and through that process that you did find self-love, wasn't it? So It was. And, um... I actually kind of have a weird relationship with my psoriasis, um, uh, which I'm kind of bizarrely lucky to have in that it's kind of a love-hate. Obviously, psoriasis is is uncomfortable. It's not the most, it's not a nice thing to particularly Mm. have. Um, You know, it's sore, it's itchy, it burns. But actually, I do have this love-hate relationship because it did teach me um a lot I'm, i've learned many lessons not just self-love and self-worth but it's taught me it's taught me like more compassion for other people um it's just it, it's taught me just like i say so many life lessons really so as you say you have found that self-love through the process of this 
Um, what sort of, are there any kind of tips or what sort of advice would you give to other people who maybe, you know, maybe they've not even experienced in something like this, but they're just literally having that struggle with self-love at the moment, like you had. Um, is there anything you can share? Yeah. Um, I mean, what I'm going to say is it's not easy to do, but what I would say is really just try not to focus on negativity because I think I think it's human nature to do so Mm -hmm. um but I think we so easily pick out negative comments that people make about us or um, a negative reaction towards something we've said you know if we were in front of a room full of people and we had you know we I don't know we were doing a speech or something in front of 10 people and nine people gave an amazingly positive reaction and one person gave a negative it's human nature for us all to really focus on that negative and pull ourselves down on it I think we have to learn um to really really focus on the positive that we get in life because I think there is more of that um if you really look for it Mm. um you know like focus on the people that matter in life like the people that really do care about you and love you um I think I spent a lot of my time thinking not enough people love me Mm. that sounds absolutely ridiculous now I'm saying it out loud but that was one point in my life you know I knew I had my friends and family and those were amazing people but why didn't this person love me? And why doesn't that person quite like me? And and actually, I should have been completely focusing my time and energy on the people that, that were there for me mm-hmm. um, and have always been there for me and that um, show me all the time that I'm worthy. Um, because like I say, I was focusing on negative parts of my life more than the positive. I think we need to look for those positives um, and find it through... Um, things like hobbies not objects I mean but like hobbies and things like that it's important to find things we're passionate about um you know this has not just opened up a world for me as in like inspiring people and campaigning for body positivity but it it also pushed me back towards um art again which is something that Mm -hmm. I loved at school um and but didn't didn't pursue anything with it um and now I'm back into crafting and arts and painting and expressing myself through Mm. through my art um and wasn't that literally through sort of when you saw the the your therapist the counsellor that you mentioned and she said to you to you know what did you enjoy doing and you'd mentioned that you used to enjoy drawing and art and and she said to kind of draw something that kind of represents you and how you felt and things yeah it was that we all came from that kind of she said to me what are you into basically yeah so what I and I said art and she said you know kind of do you paint do you draw and then she actually showed me a picture um that was on her wall um which I would have guessed at the time was just I don't know an image or a picture that she'd bought from a shop and put up on her Mm. office wall but actually she said this is something that one of her clients had drawn for her and she asked me to do the same for her she said can you try and you know go away you know you don't have to do it by next week do it when you're ready um and paint me a picture of how you're feeling and I I remember thinking at times it's absolutely ridiculous um I don't (laughs) think I can do this this is crazy what is she asking me to do um but I did do it I did I bought a canvas I went home and I painted and um and that was it from there it just Mm. it just I realized that actually um art was my therapy having that hobby was my therapy and to this day um you know if I ever feel a bit low because it, it's something that's always kind of with you I'm I'm not mm. perfect I haven't just healed myself and mm. I'm 100% happy all the time mm. that's just not 
normal mm. um we have our ups and downs it's yeah, human it's, nature it's life, isn't it isn't it? Yeah. it is life and um um but it's about finding those positives in life po- finding those positive things that help you get through and art for me is a positive so now if I'm having a low day or if I've had a bad day at work or just feeling a bit down in general I don't necessarily need somebody anymore to take yeah. that loneliness away it's about being me being by myself having alone time being with my art my hobby my passion creating a positive situation for myself mm-hmm. for not needing other people to do that for me mm-hmm. basically what I'm trying to say is my tip is to try and find the positives in life um positive compliments positive people um positive hobbies and mm. and and find time for yourself mm. um and create your own positive environment amazing and I think you just described that so perfectly as well because I think you're right I think it is about finding the positives and keeping those positives um and looking for that but at the same time you know like you kind of say life does have its ups and downs and we you know at the same time we can't put pressure on to always be positive and happy it's not it's not how it is and we need to almost accept that that's okay it's good to you know it's fine to have the ups and the downs you almost don't know the ups if you don't have the downs of course, um, definitely. I think you just described that perfectly that's really going to help some people as well so thank you for that no, that's okay I really do hope so I think it's just <laughs> important to remember that um a massive part of healing process is yourself you can heal yourself and yeah. um we rely too much on other people to try and heal us but actually um you you know you can achieve it yourself mm. just just finding the right path for mm-hmm. you and um and those positive moments in life that mm-hmm. work for you so amazing and sort of before we um before I let you go because this has been incredible and I knew it would be as well I knew I was really looking forward to interviewing you um you're just so inspiring and just honest um which I love thank you but um what I just wanted to just kind of you know cover as well is obviously you know we spoke about how you you know you did feel unlovable beforehand you were single um and through this process you found yourself love and the incredible thing and that I think it's nice to share is that actually whilst you still did have the gutate psoriasis and you were kind of covered, you know, your face and body as well, um, you were finding that self-love, finding the confidence within yourself and actually that's when you met someone. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, it, it really was crazy. Um so yeah, it was the, actually the first time I'd been out since really getting my gutate psoriasis. Um, obviously, I'd had a major lifestyle overhaul, which was part of my healing process. So I'd given up a lot of foods, massively changed my diet, um, had lost a lot, a lot of weight. So I was quite underweight, really. Um, had given up alcohol. Um, and then kind of one day I just, I, I needed to get out. Like mm. I missed going out. So, um, one day my brother, um, the amazing person he is decided just to take me out to a local pub in town, mm-hmm. um, just to have a couple of drinks to kind of ease me back into it. So I put my makeup on when I say makeup, obviously I had quite bad psoriasis. So I just popped a little bit of eye makeup on, um, also put a wig on at the time cause I was, um, struggling with hair loss due to my psoriasis. Um, and he took me out and um yeah across the room I noticed a group of guys who at the time I actually thought were laughing at me Mm. um again focusing on the negative Mm. and not the positive so I thought these guys were kind of laughing at me um and it wasn't until I kind of caught the eye of one of them and I thought I don't think he's laughing I feel like he's looking at me in a nice way so Mm. I did see see that positive side um and eventually I went to the bar he followed me to the bar and said is that your 
boyfriend I said no that's my brother I'm with my brother and he said I thought so I kind of thought it was but I just wanted to check and he said because you're beautiful you're the most beautiful girl in the room um and I just and I actually my reaction to that was I I literally just looked at him and went what looking like this Mm. um which was really Mm. rude of me really Mm. rude but it was um it was kind of defense mechanism it was to try and get a reaction out of him and he said, can I grab you and your brother a drink? I'll, and he came and sat with us for a bit. And I think I spent a lot of that evening still trying to push him. Almost you kind know. of not believing it. Yeah, and... I think so. But he didn't really react. And to be honest, by the second drink, I was completely wasted. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hadn't drunk in so long. And so my brother had to take me home. Um, and Ryan was a complete gentleman. He put um, he put me and my brother in, the, in a taxi and actually paid for us to get home, which was lovely. Um, and then, yeah, we went on a few dates after that. And I remember actually our third date. Um, it was a nice thing that happened, but it was still very unusual. Um, a girl came running up to the table on our third date. And she went, oh, oh, um, I've seen you. I've seen you. You're the girl with the psoriasis, the skin, aren't you? With your with your skin. She didn't really know what to say. And I said, um, yes, yes, <laughs> I am. Yes. And like, literally, I barely knew Ryan. And she was like, I just really wanted to come over and say, you're so inspiring. You're so amazing. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, I, I wasn't just imagining this. People did look at me, mm-hmm. you know, we would be sitting in a restaurant and people would be staring and even Ryan would notice it. Here we are today. I mean, yes, my skin is fully healed. He was with me throughout the whole process of my treatment. Um, but he never once really looked at my skin and, and thought anything of it. It's yeah. like, to him, there was no skin problem. Yeah. He mm. literally does not see the psoriasis whatsoever. Um, and... I suppose even to this day, I can't believe that I actually met Mm. someone that way. Mm. Um, I think it's important to say as well, and the reason I wanted to cover that is because, you know, I know I've spoken to people in the past and so many people kind of, you know, worry about the way they look, especially if they're single and think they're not going to meet someone because of this or because of that, you know, and something to do with the way they look. Um, But actually it's, you know, quite often it's, you know, it's something that we notice more and it's not actually an issue. It's just having that self-love and that confidence within your own skin that shouts so much more than you know than any kind of you're so right at the end of the day our um you know our um negative opinions on ourselves it's that they're our opinions Mm. um and we all think that everyone else in the world thinks that same thing about us like what we see um that's wrong with us so whether we've got slightly chunky thighs or whether we've got (laughs) cankles as as I have um we think oh my goodness you know I can't wear a bikini because my thighs touch or you know my ankles are chunky and I can't wear um shoes that tie around the ankle because they would have been all the silly things that I would have thought of before my psoriasis um and do you know what? I think what I've learned is that nobody actually no. cares. Nobody really cares what... It's all what, what we notice more than anything, yeah. isn't it? But I suppose it's because going back to those trolls and things like that, because there are people out there that will specifically go out of their way to pick on people for things like that, we are focusing on that. Mm. Um, actually, the reality of it is, is that the majority of people out there are not focusing on your flaws or seeking out your flaws. Mm. Only you are. Yeah. Um, most people just want to get to know you for who you are and accept you for what you look like um 
there's just that minority of people out there that unfortunately are really negative but we can't let that get to us we're born this way this is how we are um obviously things happen like psoriasis throughout life I wasn't born with that that came across you know later on in life but it was a massive lesson for me it taught me so many important things but I just I really want to get across to people that um you are who you are um and it's in your mind Mm. it's you that brings yourself down it's not other people and only you can push through um find again what I was saying those positive things about yourself find positive things to get involved in and focus more on that Um, and the kindness and compassion I think it goes a long way almost helping others you know when you're feeling a bit down as well and I think that's what was a big part of you sort of healing as well wasn't it I feel like more people value me now um I don't know whether that's actually a true fact, but I feel that way. And I feel like it's because they look at me and think she's not dwelling on the negative. Mm. She's completely focusing. Um, And and they all can tell that I have, you know, they don't think I'm, think I'm Miss Perfect or anything. They Mm. know that I've got negative, um, Mm. think negative things about myself, but because I don't dwell on those and I'm trying to focus on the positive and I'm trying to inspire people by talking about those positive things that's what they're focusing on and they respect me for that and follow me for that reason Mm -hmm. and yeah I think it's just I think people see kindness see see happiness and gratitude in people and um that reflects and um you know makes them want to be a part of your life and that's how you gain friends and love and yeah you've things. you've found your tribe you've built your community haven't that's you so that's exactly what you've just said that's yeah. you know that's the best way to describe it you find your tribe and um yeah that's where you want to get to in life really that's your, that should be your focus amazing that's most important. thank you so much for being here with us today gracie so on that note where can people find you um, people can find me on mainly on Instagram, um, Amy Gracie. So um, A I M E E. Yep, G R A C E Y. Um, yeah, so find me on Instagram. Um, come follow me and um, DM me if you'd like any tips or advice. Um, yeah, happy to talk to you. And thank you so much, Claire, for having me. It's been amazing. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, as I say, I knew it would be brilliant because I love that you're just kind of so honest and you're doing such good things in the world, sort of inspiring other thank people. You. So really proud of you. Thank you very much. It's amazing. <laughs> Now, wasn't that just absolutely fantastic? I knew it would be just so incredible to have Gracie here. I think I'm sure you can agree that her story is just so inspiring and she's just putting herself out there in the world to help so many people. So as she said, you can go and find her, Amy Gracie, that's A-I-M-E-E-G-R-A-C-E-Y on Instagram. And I just want to thank you again so much for being here with me today and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have the best day.